0: Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel, and this is the show where we take a K drama, we watch it four to eight episodes at a time, and we get together here every week to talk about it.
1: Yes, this week we watched episodes seventeen through twenty-four of Spring Turns to Spring. G dang, give me a second.
0: (laughs) You nailed the episodes, and I was so proud of you. And then you (laughs) lost lost the name. It's okay.
1: I, I just forgot the title. You know,
0: it's a long title. Too many words.
1: And we've been talking a lot, so before we hopped on to record, we were talking a lot about K-dramas, and I just had so many names of so many K-dramas. Some of them not even the correct name, because in case you're wondering, and you've been listening to all of our episodes up to this point, I do still call Just Between Lovers Just Between Friends. (laughs) I do not know why.
0: Which is so cute, the implication that they don't end up together. (laughs) They're just friends. Good friends. Um, This might have been my own doing in watching these episodes. Like, I watched half of them last week and half of them this week. But it did feel like there were two different worlds between the first four episodes and the last four episodes, where, like, so many things changed. Everything moved very quickly in this set of episodes compared to everything else that we've watched of this show.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, it's kind of wild. I don't know. I just I feel like it's a different drama from the last time we picked it up, honestly. From like like the characters change a lot in these four episodes or whatever. Oh, we should talk about the um we should put a pin in this and talk about why episodes are split in half cuz <gasps> someone told us.
0: Oh yeah. We had have so that email.
1: Yeah, our listener, Amelia, was the uh, listener that recommended Spring Turns to Spring. And she listened to our uh, last couple episodes of the podcast where we were, our mind is blown by this whole split in half episodes thing. And uh, she let us know why. And it's super interesting. So And she tells it like perfectly. So I'm just going to read this part of the email where she explains it. So she says, back in 2017. China and Korea got into a snit over THAAD, which is an anti-ballistic missile defense thing that we, the USA, sold to Korea and China objected to. I'm not entirely clear on why, but they were extremely pissed about it. Enough so that they banned Chinese tourists from going to Korea, made Chinese idols working in Korea come home, and made Korean celebrities touring in China go home, and most importantly for us, stopped buying K-dramas. This was a huge loss for the industry as China was their biggest market and how they were able to afford to create everything. So the drama production companies had to scramble to immediately find other revenue streams. Part of this was running more ads domestically. However, it is illegal in Korea to have commercial breaks in the middle of programming on terrestrial channels. Cable channels have different rules. They are allowed ad breaks, which is why when you have little 30-second skip back, You can be pretty sure that you are watching a TVN or JTBC or OCN drama, and you just hit the commercials. To get around this rule, they started splitting shows into two episodes per night. This way, they could play ads in between the episodes without actually breaking any laws. Things have started to ease between China and Korea recently, and not every show is split down the middle anymore. Some still are, but the streaming services are getting better at stitching them back together for us international viewers who don't need a commercial break. So things are getting a bit better on that front. We just have these weird cultural artifacts left over from the last three years of Dramaland. Uh, and then there is like a little part where she also mentions one of the other revenue sources they explored was concentrating on international markets other than China, namely America, which is how CoCoa was born. So like the most interesting yeah i it's crazy cuz i feel like i don't know i never would have researched that or looked that up and amelia just has like this amazing knowledge of uh-huh. of like and it's it's also nuts that that we do have these Cult, like she said, cultural artifacts left over from something that was way bigger than K dramas. Like it's international law and it's. Um,
0: yeah, selling ballistics to different countries gives yeah. us these weird K drama ad breaks.
1: Yes. Oh, it's so interesting. Amelia, thank you so much. Because that yeah, is. Thank you. I learned this week and that is <laughs> amazing.
0: It's hard to get us to do. Yeah. And you did it in the best way. Yeah. Ooh, that's so cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that's why the episodes are like crazy numbered, and whenever we say four episodes, we actually mean like eight. Eight.
0: Yeah. Sorry. But,
1: but we're just used to like a different standard of how K dramas are paced, and we've only run into this one other time. Yeah. And we're confused then too. <laughs> Um, But yeah, the last, so the four episodes that we talked about in our previous podcast episode and these four episodes feel like a different K-drama.
0: For sure. It's, I don't know. So I feel like, like I said, it felt like there was also a split within these quote-unquote four episodes where the first two was like the journey of Lee Baum becoming the woman scorned and... Her emotional turmoil that's going on. Her becoming this strong, very scary, intimidating woman. And then in the second half, in the second two episodes, it's more of their personality switches. Where it's Lee bom not just becoming a stronger, cooler Lee bom it's her actually becoming Bomi.
1: Right, and you see it happening to BoMi as well. Uh, but I think in really more normal ways, honestly, like she's picking up litter.
0: Yeah, she's yeah, not Bomi's... becoming
1: softer, really.
0: You, there's a scene where she is really soft on someone, like a child. Maybe yes. was it the daughter? It might have been the daughter where she's like yelling at her for a second and then she like pats her head and you're like that's kind of sweet it seemed like she turned into Lee Baum there whereas you see Lee Baum in front of the police station and she's like hello everybody I'm just here to get a divorce from my cheating husband and I'm going to cut his head off and put it on a pike in front of my house so that nobody ever forgets. <laughs> and you're like, oh, so that's okay. That's her transition. It's a lot crazier. Yeah, which I think
1: is on par. Um, it's hard because I feel like Bomi isn't becoming a better person necessarily, but also Lee Baum is becoming a worse person Um, Which I didn't know was possible because she kind of infuriated me before. (laughs) So
0: They did. I mean, we saw this coming. This is the reason that we, I guess, enjoyed them being such uh, caricatures of people. Was that we knew there was going to be such dynamics in the switching. At least the switching of their bodies would be like, yes you can see the stark contrast of their behavior changes because they're such different people and they're such like basic people one is really nice and one is really rude pretty simple like set up there but it's yeah it's interesting to see this personality switch that's really subtly bleeding into one another and I don't know how to feel about it, except kind of bummed for lee bum.
1: Yeah. She's kind of getting the bad, raw end of the deal on everything. Something that is interesting to me, though, I think, and maybe the hardest part to watch, is that at one point she talks about really wanting to prioritize her daughter through the divorce and like how she's going to handle this, and then immediately doesn't, I feel like. I'm going to go ahead and call her out, because I think that all of the scenes with the daughter are really, really touching. But when you make your divorce really messy and public, which I know her husband is kind of pushing her to do, but uh, she's definitely not making it a quieter thing by going on news. And I, this obviously could very well be like a transition into Bomi and one of the more subtle things that she's doing that makes her kind of a worse person but yeah when you make the separation from your husband extremely public and you are dragging him even if he's a terrible person I don't know I guess I've always been of the opinion that like no matter how terrible your uh, ex is you don't drag them in front of the child you had together mm. you just kinda cause that child is half of that other person you know Yeah, and he's for sure in the wrong. He deserves—he obviously doesn't care about his daughter. He deserves a very terrible life. He deserves anything awful that comes to him. It should be his. But that said, I don't—I still can't support the dread. I don't know. That's been the hardest part of the new Lee bomb for me to watch—is watching Mm her, uh, not prioritize her kid in this because that was like her core. defining characteristic was that she was a mom even if she was the most irritating controlling mom she still loved her daughter so much
0: and her daughter loved her so much that's fair I feel like another part of that is the living situation which like I know we can't control in the middle of a divorce like who gets the house but it seems kind of off-putting for your kid to be coming home to the same house every day and sometimes your mom is there and maybe she's sneaking around acting like she doesn't belong there or maybe she's acting like normal like she owns the house and maybe your dad's there and maybe he's there with his mistress who also pretends like she owns the place I just feel like that's kind of a big deal for someone who's just like I'm trying to go to high school every day um can we make my home life, like, a little more stable? Can I just see one of you for the time being?
1: Maybe the one that loves me a little bit more would be fine. But I don't know, it's tricky, because the one that loves her also keeps body switching, so...
0: Yeah, it's difficult, but it feels like the one that loves her more is also like, I want to protect her, but also I can never go home. I'll just stay at Bumi's place now. I live here now. Like, I think she kind of... Maybe your daughter just like misses you and wants a little more support during this trying time.
1: Honestly, I feel like now is the right time to just tell your daughter that you've been body switching. Because after the freaking gaslighting and roller coaster you put her on, I feel like it would be more healthy to for her to have some semblance of sanity to cling to. And you know, when body switching is the semblance of sanity, that shit has gone off the rails. So.
0: <laughs> So here's how to be a mother from Play On <laughs> K, a popular <laughs> section we love to do.
1: Yes. Uh from two people who are not mothers to you who may to or you. may not be a mother. Here's how to be a mother.
0: If you're going through a messy divorce, here's our quick tips. Yeah, God, I don't know, we're not I feel like we shouldn't give advice, but seems pretty objective that she's doing a bad job. <laughs> Uh,
1: Is anyone doing a good job at any of their jobs except the team lead who quit his job?
0: It's crazy that he quit his job within these episodes. That seems like 10 years ago. <laughs> he very quickly got back on his feet and was like, well, I have my own company now, so goodbye.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of him, but also I'm confused about just the trajectory of every character in this
0: show. <laughs> I at this point, I know this isn't what you mean, but I definitely ship him with Lee Bomb. That's a dangerous ship. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I it's don't all think I she's want. Ready. I don't think she's ready and she doesn't need to be ready. She doesn't need that in her life.
1: At this point, since we're entering into the final four episodes, I don't ship anyone with anyone because it's too late. You can't give me a love story in the final four episodes. <laughs>
0: That's the only one that they've been almost hinting at establishing is Lee Bum and Lee Hyung-suk. And like, yeah, there's kind of no value in her finding herself and getting a divorce and then just jumping into another relationship.
1: It would be very K-drama though. I am going to drag K-dramas a little bit right here right (laughs) now, which I know is crazy. This is a podcast about how much we love K-dramas, where we talk about K-dramas and review them and talk about how we love them. Gonna go ahead and drag them right now. They don't always handle females becoming independent inside or outside of a relationship the best. Occasionally, they have been repeat offenders of (laughs) making female characters very dependent on their male counterparts.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I know this isn't quite what we're talking about. We're talking about her ending up with Lee Hyung suk But I will say, with her independence arc, I was 100% here for the divorce party that she threw herself in a spooky old bathhouse yes. <laughs> with like, the most perfect red dress and lace gloves and little hat with the netting on it and she throws a bloody napkin at her ex best friend like that's iconic <laughs> that is that is if, so much if anyone
1: ever hurts me the way she's been hurt by her best friend and husband i am taking notes for that <laughs> for that moment i will absolutely throw a bloody napkin in someone's face she mops up the blood during a Really, from her steak, her like really rare, still bleeding steak, um, during a really dramatic monologue, she is a beast. So cool. I, that is the best moment. That is the best combination of Bomi and Lee Bomb. Like, that was peak. Now it's downhill. Now <laughs> we're not gonna, because you can't get better than that, and they have not. And that was pretty early in the episodes. so Yeah,
0: which makes me think that it was 100% Lee Bomb. Like, I am unqualified to say that. I don't know if it was supposed to be like, this is a little bit of Bomi's strength in standing up for herself. But I want to say that's just the power of a woman scorned who is like, I've been holding in all my emotions for so many years and the betrayal cuts too deep. This is 100% Lee Bomb. Hi, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, I think the best part about it, too, is that the lead-up to that moment was her as Bomi, like, in Bomi's body. She had talked to both Seo Jin and... Yeah. um ...and the husband, whose name I have not learned, and I hate him, so I probably won't learn it. <laughs> um, separately, wherein... They told her everything that she did wrong in the relationship and why it's her fault uh, that she... I mean, talking about Lee Bom to who they thought was Bomi and why they thought that she had exactly what was coming to her instead of acknowledging that they're just, like, shit people with no communication skills who just wanted things to go their way and wanted to do whatever they could to hurt her and tried to put all of the pain and the onus of the breakdown of what she thought was a perfect marriage on her. And it's heartbreaking. They're psychotic. That just absolutely just, I don't know, just completely irredeemable people. They're awful. And then she's like, okay, bitches. I he- I heard you out. You didn't know <laughs> I heard you out, but I heard you out. So listen, let's have our last dinner together. Take a bloody napkin to the face. Perfection. Chef Kiss.
0: Chef's Kiss. I feel like Bomi bleeding into Lee Bomb was the scene where Lee Bomb holds nunchucks to Sojin's chin and chases her around with a pair of, I don't know, practice nunchucks. I don't know why they're bright blue. That felt like. A BOMI moment.
1: Yeah, like any kind of threat of bodily harm or murder, I feel like is a BOMI thing.
0: Yeah, Wesley Baum's tactics are a little more calculated and terrifying. That scene again, where she interrupts her husband's press conference or whatever he's doing for the Alumni Association. And she plays the video and just, like, walks down the steps and hands him some flowers and says, welcome to hell. So cool, <laughs> utter perfection. 100% Lee Bomb. I love that. I hated her outfit. I'm going to yeah. go on record and say that. The outfit felt a little bit boomy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Lee Bomb's outfits in these four episodes have gone a little off the rails. And some of them I'm so here for. The pink flamingo outfit. Hello.
1: I loved when Bomi did stop for a second and she was like, we do need to change clothes, but why are you dressed like a flamingo? It was really good. <laughs> very I mean, good yes. roast. You should probably roast her for that. It, it's a great look, but you should probably roast her for it.
0: It felt kind of, again, reading way too much into this, it felt kind of like Lee Bom being like, people have styled me for years as this like very classy, very put-together almost borderline boring housewife look. But I have in secret bought so many feathered giant coats that I am ready to break out now. Now that I am free, I will wear my pink tights and my beehive.
1: I have this whole outfit, this entire outfit that is the same shade of pink. And I think it's time (laughs) that I wear it all together.
0: I think it's time that I wear it all together. I have a separate closet for my fun clothes that I was never allowed to wear in this marriage as an assemblyman's wife. And I'm going to wear them all now. Back to back, fun clothes every day. And she It's does. hard to say.
1: And she will. <laughs>
0: and she does. She will. She does. It could be meat. Like you said, that could be their personalities blending together but we see Bomi so often in like her work clothes where she's just wearing like banging suits and trench coats and she looks great but she usually looks somewhat professional when we see her
1: yeah you know I just thought of an interesting scene speaking of Bomi wherein the team it was a flashback that the team lead was having, wherein she used to be super decent and she wanted to be a righteous journalist. And that was completely beaten out of her. Bummer. Remember, Bummer. Hey, remember when Bomi was a good person? We don't, because we only got to see it once <laughs> in a flashback.
0: Does that make her redeemable at this point? Who's to say? Because she was actually really
1: losing it. In the se- last two episodes that we watched, she was. I'm uh, well. I don't know because like the last one was when she was starting to get used to. Being...
0: Yeah, I think the first three. Yeah. Okay. Labeled the fall of Bomie, where she's like doing the bad news, the yes. really cruddy news show, and she's like selling out to anyone possible. She is mean to literally every person around her, and you're like, I guess, like, we are more than halfway through the show, and I thought she would get better, not worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah, those were really hard episodes to watch, because it did feel, it felt like you were constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop, and for her to have a plan of just completely ruining all of the bad people that she had encountered up to that point. And there were so many moments, too, where she was interacting with the shitty ex-husband assemblyman, where you... she she is repulsed by him, and you can tell, and you think, oh, this is the part where she really starts to both sympathize, but in a way, because she's living her life, empathize with Lee Baum and wants to help her, specifically. Like, they share this bond. And you think that everything she's doing is just like a build up to her changing her ways by herself on her own. Not Yeah. Not like how it turns out, where they kind of take the reins out of her hand hands and make her a righteous journalist. I and I'm glad they did and I'm glad that's going well for her. I guess to me though, it isn't it doesn't make you a good person if you never intended to do the right thing and then you're getting rewarded because someone effectively forced you to do the right thing.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm here for the redemption arc. I'm definitely here for her being forced into being a good person. I guess that's the best we're going to get from Bomi. Yeah. So, like, give us something. But I, my thing was either... Make it so that all of the evidence she's been gathering has been this, like, big plot to expose everything, which I think is what we all expected. And they were like, nope, she just wants this, all this evidence in the secret locker to use as, like, blackmail to do even worse things. <laughs> or, like, at least protect herself. And you're like, okay, that's fine either make it so that like she's a good person or she has this to protect herself and make that scene where they expose all this stuff and she feels like she's lost her success she's lost any chance at like climbing the corporate ladder she feels like her everything she's worked towards has been stolen from her the scene where she confronts uh Lee Bom and Lee Hyung Suk in bang entertainment where she's like this is it and she cries and it's just after the scene where she told siwon like women don't cry that's not a thing we do that makes us weak and you see her cry and you're like this is supposed to be really powerful and i don't think they made it that powerful they made her like a child throwing a tantrum
1: Yeah, they really undercut her character, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard because this has been such a fun, enjoyable show, but there's been episodes in these last four and so many moments in these last four episodes that we're reviewing this week that I just feel like they took away their own thunder a little bit.
0: I think they're too scared of sadness in this show. That's my deep cut, my analysis, (laughs) my put on my glasses. Hey, welcome to Play on K. I think they are very much into anger and silliness, and those are the areas that they're comfortable in in this show. And anytime they get near real sadness, like with Lee Baum, I don't feel like they shy away from it that much. But with Bomi, they're like, she's not a sad person. She wouldn't be sad.
1: She would, would be angry. Yeah, and it dehumanizes her, because then yeah. Yeah, I, I don't feel for her. I'm not sad for her that she's throwing a tantrum over a life that she lost because she doesn't deserve a good life with everything you keep showing us about her. Like, I just don't feel bad for her.
0: And, and her idea of a good life was owning a TV station. That's my impression is like, She wanted to be successful, and success was climbing to the top, being the CEO of this news station. It's like, I guess, like, that just doesn't feel normal to me.
1: Yeah. And then, I don't know, like, there's so many silly moments to love about this show, which I guess is, like, where its charm is at, for sure. But at the end of the day, I've always, and I know this is a me thing. I know I'm here reviewing this show, and I'm like, I mean, this is our podcast, so I guess it, it is about our opinion, so I won't, like, undercut my own opinion as well, but uh, a big thing for me has always been that I've never gotten into shows where the characters are- s- the main character that you're supposed to love is so morally grey that it- or, I guess, like, not even necessarily morally grey, but, like, pretty dark. Like, go, go in dark grey. Go in charcoal. You know?
0: <laughs> she's a pretty terrible person
1: yeah because i just yeah i i can't get into it because i i want to root for the main character you know i want to i want them to be even if they're flawed like they can be they can absolutely be flawed characters they should be if they're too good then they are boring i'll give anyone that who wants to make a morally great character but i just can't get behind someone who's willing to stomp on other people and use people and blackmail people simply because they feel like their only way to have a good life is to be the boss of everyone and hurt everyone. Yeah,
0: that's her motivation. That was the big reveal of why she had worked so hard, is that she wanted to be on top and control people. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it it also undercuts, I guess, what we've seen, wherein you think that she wants to be successful so that she can never be hurt again, which I guess this was in line with that, but it's it, if she's willing to hurt other people to never be hurt again, then you just don't want to get behind it. You're just not, yeah. I'm not here for it.
0: Don't be that way.
1: Yeah. So those are all my really good funny jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really used them all up there. <laughs> Um, no, but I get what you're saying. Like, like I said, I have the memory of a goldfish, so like, I forgive and forget pretty easily. And if the last four episodes is all about her redemption arc, her being forced into becoming a good person and embracing that and just becoming a good person, like, I'm all here for it. I will forget that they tried to show us her true colors and she is actually a terrible person at heart. Because, you know, I'll be here for it. If she can end good, end on a good note, I'll be fine with it. I hope. We'll see. We kind of lost her mom in these four episodes. (laughs) And I'm really happy about that. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) I'm just delighted that she's gone. There were so many moments that were making me so uncomfortable with these Darn cute boys, being obsessed with her mom—it's pretty
1: spooky, actually. It is
0: uh, a—it's unfounded. Why? Yeah,
1: especially Bomb Sam. Mm-hmm. It's real sad that boy, that creepy young man who clings to other humans so desperately that he is ruining lives left and right—that he keeps <laughs> calling her mommy—is a lot actually it's so
0: much yeah yeah i guess i don't get it they showed us like one flashback where she takes bom sam's lollipop and gives him i don't know cruddy life advice and you're like that's the moment are there more flashbacks that we can share i'm not a super fan of flashbacks but if you could explain why these boys are obsessed with her it would be nice hey
1: uh bom sam I feel like I know the answer to this, but are you okay?
0: <laughs> you good, bud? Um, yeah. He's still making Christmas cards every year, so I feel like he's got something. No one ever responds, so he's hanging on by a thread. But yeah. I'm going to say, again, back to the silliness, like this show thrives in its silliest moments. Those two switching bodies, Bomb Sam and Bomb Il, switching bodies... Was maybe one of my favorite parts Of these four episodes Maybe one of my favorite parts of the show Just after Lee Baum's Divorce scene <laughs> But like peak, peak comedy Yeah peak comedy <laughs> So good they did such a perfect job They nailed each other's voices Like yes. The the one Baumil speaking English every so often Sprinkling in those English words How? I- was so
1: proud up until that point of the actresses that played Bomi and Lee Bom, because yeah. of, I think you mentioned it in our last episode. You really believe they're switching souls, like in it's in the blocking in the body movement, and I think it takes a special type of both actor and a connection between actors to be able to act as the character that another person has already established. And, and sell it, make it believable. Yeah. And so I was like, oh yes, these two actresses are unique. They're they're killing it. They're selling me on like the body movements, like the jerky, bizarre things that Bomi does that then the actress that that plays Lee Bomb will do when they've switched. It's uh-huh. amazing. It's just stunning. And then you see these two boys switching, you're like, oh, We've got a whole
0: cast of very good actors, okay? They are all so good. How? How did they nail it? Stunning. Stunning. Oh my god. I just really love it. I want them to stay switched for as long as possible. Which seems like it will happen because they have been kidnapped twice by the CIA already. So, like, I don't know how long they're going to continue this storyline, but... I'll keep it going for as long as possible. And I love that part of it is them getting to explain all the new side effects that Bomi and Lee Bom will experience. I think potentially the show could have gotten a little stale if it was just still body switching. Yeah, yeah. But to end the episodes being like, I mean they're they just forget, like Bomi is on the air with this witness and like you know something bad's gonna happen because you want it so bad not to happen you're like this is Bomi's redemption arc we are here for it she's going to be a good person now let her interview this witness and Lee Bom's daughter is kidnapped and you're like just like run and go get your daughter I mean Sojin's also spiraling into darkness her anti-redemption arc her Arc into real villain status, kidnapping children. I'm here for all of it, and I knew it couldn't last, but I didn't know what was going to happen. And then they forget, and you're like, that's so perfect. My heart hurts. Okay,
1: okay, you aren't going to let this go stale.
0: This is dramatic as fuck. This is so dramatic. I'm so worried. I'm actually very sad for both of them. They just did the perfect little doe eyes at the end that made my heart hurt. I felt bad.
1: Yep. I'm interested to see how they'll take the memory thing, I guess, or what direction that will be taken. It does make me very anxious, so good job on the drama part of the K-drama, because damn, I did panic, actually. You were sad for them, I just panicked. I just immediately was like, oh shit. (laughs) Because also that means that Bomil and Bom Sam will start to lose their memories and Bomil is the only Uh -uh. person. No? Because they said
0: they had enough adamantine. Adamomite.
1: That they were like,
0: (laughs) our recipe, I don't know, science, (laughs) our Recipe is stable, because we had enough of this ingredient, whereas they keep switching, uh, not at will, because their their potions were unstable. Oh, yes. So they're going to have a lot of side effects to deal with. But us, we're fine. We'll just stay body snatched until we drink more potion, I think. <laughs> body
1: snatch ourselves right back. Body, body snatched.
0: Body unsnatched. <laughs> Snatched. <laughs> Snatched those bodies. <laughs> I think that's the impression I got. It's hard to follow this show with so much magic involved. Yeah, science, Emily. Mm.
1: Don't be reductive. My bad.
0: My bad. <laughs> Respect the science. <laughs> the CIA is involved. We know it's real. <laughs> I love the CIA so much.
1: Yeah, the CIA is perfection. Um, I know we established that we think that it is on purpose, that they call it the California uh, Investigative Bureau. But what if...
0: <laughs> the A stands for Bureau.
1: <laughs> bureau. FBI. C-I-F-B-I. C-I-B-A. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was thinking of the FBI. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. Uh, counterintelligence agency versus California and uh investigation agency. Is that what it is, or is it I also so. intelligence? I don't know. Um, I know. Okay, I know that they're like really in- the writers are intelligent, but it would be peak real life comedy to me if. Koreans genuinely thought that CIA standard for California Investigation Agency. I just really want that. I know that that's awful. I get Korean names wrong all the time, though, so I don't feel like it's completely far fetched. I'm just saying, or I'm just the only one struggling. Pins. Yeah,
0: they would just finally be on our level.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to drag everyone down to hell with me, so don't <laughs> mind me.
0: We mess things up so often. We just need Korea to do this one thing. A okay. hey, Korean
1: writer that probably has more intelligence in your pinky finger than I do in my whole body, could you please come with me and get on my level?
0: <laughs> please think that the CIA is actually a California agency. Please. please. I need this one thing.
1: <laughs> I never ask you for anything.
0: <laughs> e... Do you have any final thoughts on these, however many episodes? Um, no, I don't know. Just that, like, in a way,
1: I'm grateful that both of the characters are so terrible because it really it's freeing in this the final four episodes because <laughs> I don't care what happens to them. I just worry for people like, um, the team lead and,
0: uh, the daughter. But. For me, it's literally just the daughter at this point. Because the team lead, like I said, he got fired and then he started his own company. Like, he seems fine. He is a grown man and he acts like it. Yeah. I don't need to work for him.
1: The last good person and the daughter. They're the last two people that seem to be flying by any kind of moral compass at this point.
0: Yeah. So I want him to succeed. I just... Don't worry about him necessarily. I think he'll be okay either way. Yeah. But the daughter is an actual child, and I'm actually worried about her having been kidnapped.
1: Yeah, so that's, you know, I just want good things for her, honestly.
0: Maybe only her. That's fine.
1: Yeah. And the rest? We'll see. I can comfortably get to the end of this drama not caring what happens to them.
0: <laughs> Woo! What a freeing place to go into the last four episodes with. This is exciting. Okay, yep. Um. if you have all the thoughts in the world on this insane, hilarious K-drama, you can leave comments directly on our episodes on our website, playonk.com there you can also sign up for our newsletter so you get notified whenever we start a new drama as well as sign up for our newsletter so you can hear everything that i watched in a month
1: yeah we have a patreon and we just made some changes to our patreon if you want to go check it out we changed our uh, pay tiers it's super cheap to sign up for our patreon now it's only five dollars a month and if you do that, then you can also gain access to our watch parties that we do, uh, that are just fun. Right now, we're watching Suits with our Patreon subscribers, and uh, they typically happen on like a Sunday evening. But we're we're just gonna, you know, we're reorganizing a lot of stuff. But like, hop on <laughs> over. We go into more detail on exactly what's offered. But there's gonna be blog posts and bonus episodes. If you remember me talking about watching bad K-dramas and then doing like a 20-minute bonus episode on what I think, um, that's gonna start soon. So if you wanted to subscribe to that, we've got our five-dollar tier, or if you just wanted to toss us a dollar per month just to let help us keep the lights on, uh, let us know that we're doing an okay job. We also have just like that super cheapo tier, super cheap, only one dollar. Bust out, girl.
0: Drop by. Give us a dollar. Hey, Yeet. what's up? Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you so much to all our existing patrons. I almost said surviving patrons. <laughs> surviving <laughs> They patrons. survived the change.
1: Well, I'm glad they're surviving as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're out there thriving. Um, <laughs> Annie and Jason and Josh and John, you keep us alive. Thank you so much for being yep. our Patreon subscribers
1: yep you've been supporting us for so long and we can't thank you enough yeah thank you
0: um we are on some social media platforms we are on twitter at PlayOnK, k and we're on instagram at play k podcast you can find us at either of those places if you just want to drop by and say hi
1: yeah uh we are on a couple of different streaming sites uh, or I guess wherever you, platforms, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, you can probably find us. Um, sorry, did you just say that? Someone walked into the room.
0: You are perfect. Okay, You're on cool. the right
1: track. So Blueberry, Stitcher, Spotify, and many of those places you can rate and review us. And we would really appreciate a rating and a review. So check it out.
0: Woo! Last but not least, we have an email. Playonkpodcast at com. if you want to send us some fun facts that we may not know. If you want to send us a recommendation of what to watch next, anything at all, we would love to hear from you at our email. That's it. That's all I had to say.
1: Yep. We do love to hear from you. We yeah. love to hear fun facts about K dramas too. So if you have any, let us know. <laughs> Uh, And that's just about it. Uh, Join us next week for the final four or eight episodes, depending on how you count episodes, of Spring Turns to Spring. Woo! K bye! K bye!